Welcome back to Whole Human Work. And on this somatic side, this B side to the last conversation with Lore around moving from disconnection to communities of belonging, this conversation that you and I will have right now, as you may or may not hear Leo the pup squeaking on his little toy here, uh, we'll get into the somatic perspective around social connection, how we deepen in our connections with one another from an embodied or, or neurophysiological perspective. In other words, we all know intuitively that when we are connecting with one another, when we are relating with one another, it is not just happening in terms of thoughts and connecting through thoughts. We are very much connecting, resonating with one another from a neurological standpoint. There is plenty of research demonstrating what happens when we are connecting socially with one another and how we experience measurable physiological shifts within our bodies. Now, knowing this and knowing that as human beings, we are social creatures, as I like to remind my clients on a consistent basis when we can get very into the hyper-individualistic ways of Western society. We are social creatures. We not only benefit from meaningful connection, it is actually an essential nutrient. This is one of the ideas that stuck with me from my studies with Mandy Blake author of Your Body is Your Brain, is that notion of connection as an essential nutrient. Knowing this, let's consider the role that our somatic awareness, our inclusive, holistic body-mind awareness has in supporting the connections that we have, the quality, the depth. We all know what it's like to have that type of connection that lights you up somehow in your body. And this doesn't have to be a a romantic connection. This is a sense of creative aliveness that's present that can be there with coworkers, with friends. This is something that really is a natural experience for us to have when we are relating with one another. And the more we can tune into and understand the sensations and signals that are arising within our own bodies, the more we can create those types of experiences with others where we feel that sense of connection that is what we really deep down want to experience and is, in my view, at the root of so much of our behavior out in the world is intended to, on some level, try and experience that feeling of depth of meaningful connection with another person or with other people in our social interactions, having that be a more consistent experience that there's that aliveness that's there. So let's ground this in your own experience. Imagine a time when you were interacting with a friend or a coworker, when you We're experiencing this kind of nodding in your stomach. And maybe you notice some constriction that rose up into your chest. Maybe your throat got tight. 
as you look back on that experience, you might now in hindsight have some understanding as to what the body might have been communicating through its language of sensation in that moment. And then on the flip side, recall a time when you were sharing in a meal or in a conversation with somebody and there was this flow that arose between you and maybe you felt a warmth emanating from your gut. Maybe there's someone who just by thinking about them and imagining them in your mind's eye, your chest starts to feel more open. Maybe you start to sense a deepening of your breath, regardless of whether a sensational experience in the body is a positive quote-unquote experience or a negative one. Both of those experiences are examples of the body communicating information about something that's real in that relationship in that moment. Something that may need to be acknowledged that may need to be addressed, moved through, or appreciated. The key here is surfacing what is really present in the interaction, recognizing that because that's what allows us to deepen that relationship, if that's our intention, to connect in a more meaningful way, in a way that gives us those feelings we're really all looking to experience, and strengthens our web of connection with others in a way we all really need. If it's of interest to you to develop this capacity to be aware of the sensations that are arising in your body so that you can be present to the fullness of the interaction beyond just the thoughts around it and our judgments around it, there are a couple of things that I'd recommend you explore practicing. First, practice pausing. Practice inserting space is how I like to think about it into your interactions. Maybe you can give yourself some sort of cue that when you see this trinket or when somebody says a certain word, that is a cue to you to come back to the body and notice what sensation is present. This can be as simple as noticing the quality of your breath. Where am I breathing from? And these little actions of noticing sensation in the body, that's what all of this somatic awareness is built upon. We are effectively relearning to have our awareness be inclusive of sensation as opposed to excluding that information in order to prioritize all that activity that is constantly going on in the head. All right, just noticing the breath, allowing yourself some space to notice sensation. Suggestion number two is to explore a practice like yoga nidra, often referred to now through the popularity of the Huberman Lab podcast, as non-sleep deep rest. An NSDR or non-sleep deep rest or yoga nidra practice is one that incorporates a body scan and also supports you in 
activating your parasympathetic response in calming down the body, which is an essential step in order to be able to sense what's present in the body. So that's it for this somatic side. Please get in touch. Let me know how these practices go, what questions arise for you, what else you'd like to hear about. And please, of course, leave a rating or review. Share this podcast with somebody who you care about who's interested in deepening their meaningful connections in their life through somatic awareness. It gets more and more fun, I promise. Mm -hmm.